The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to. That's right, infidels. You found us here, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, where you get the most real talk, the best reviews of all your favorite wrestling shows from AEW and WWE, Impact, and more, because we're going to break it all down with the best staff in professional wrestling at HMG. So you don't need to go anywhere else, because there's no five stars here. There's only $5 face slaps, infidel. Hello, Walker! So sign up today, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, and join the Hameen Army for the most real talk in professional wrestling. YOLO! the momentum of bait rolled his shoulder up. Lee's been in these deep waters before. In comes bait. Pace starting to quicken in this triple threat match. And this is a pace. Everyone moving right now, Book. Yes, indeed. Like I say, this, this guy, Wesley, he always seems to find a way. He always seems to find that answer. Will he find it tonight here at Battleground? Look, Lee has been at the disadvantage all night long. Gacy now 
with Lee in his sights. But so much taken out. Lee, oh! Of course, Dar with an advantage of one fall. Big knee, ooh, kick under the jaw. And Dragon Lee now starting to get some momentum. That big knee was right Wow. The and, I, and I said, but the first time I saw Dragon Lee, I said, this guy's he's a superstar, Vic. Tonight could make his night winning this cup. Well, look at Dar. Dar realizes any extra second he can have to regroup. Whoa! No regrouping now! Approaching 60 seconds. Look, th this is the best shot for Dragon Lee. Dragon Lee's on the move right now, Vic. He's, He's got him under the clock. Frazier's gonna let it. him know there's only 60 seconds in the round. Big suicide dive connects. We'll get him back in the ring, Vic. And Lee continuing to punish Noam Dar, yes. but Dar is up on points. He's up one fall to none as we're inside the final five Dragon seconds. Lee. Lee swinging away. He's not watching the clock, though, Vic. He's not watching the clock. And Dar gets through round three. Disqualification, this is over. Vic. Referee using his discretion. Noam Dar has said, Dragon Lee, why he's here in NXT, why he's become the fastest rising superstar wow. on this brand. But he's having a tough time standing. Snap tournament suplex. Dar's on Dream Street. Big knee under the jaw. Dar is rocked. Time is ticking. Under a buck 20. Lee hoisting up. Looking for the big power bomb. Dar just able to Jakar Jackson? It's under 60 seconds. What? Legend! No! Like Man, lost a few teeth. Bubba by Cuspids. This battle could go anywhere. And look, we know Dragunov can absorb a ridiculous amount of punishment. But it's almost like, oh! Dragunov! I don't think we've seen Dijak in this much trouble ever. Everything Dragunov has been through in this matchup. Remember the big boot under the jaw. Medical team Doc came out here, cleared Ilya Dragunov to continue, and Dragunov hasn't let up, hasn't taken his foot off the gas. And what in God's name is he thinking? The man is willing to ball to get to this top rope pick. What is he going to do? I can't tell you the pain that this young man dragging off is feeling right now at this point. Oh, this is just... Absolutely. Torture. That's what this is. It's man. uncomfortable. It's torture. Die, Jack. Oh, I think 
These are a different breed of human here at Battleground. Self-interrogation right now, Vic. That's what this is. He's in interrogation mode. You forced this in. You forced my hand. They drag it out. Fighting back as best he can. Go! Uh-oh. Suplex just gets hips. Unbelievable. Watch it pop to your face. Whoa. Take it. You're going on a ride. And one more time. The hip action is incredible from this kid, Julius, right here. Wow. What? Are you Again? Oh, yes. Here we go, Vic. Hey, you talk about no bread, water, and meat. Take a look at Julius Creed. Well, he said he was like a caged animal on the outside, ready to pounce. Oh, no. Add him up. Let's go. There we go, Vic. It's breaking out here. And the referee right now, taking a look around. Who's legal? Who's legal? In the landscape, that's what the referee's trying to do. Great, and there we have the legal participants. Julius, Mark Coffey. Mark coming in, going up. Boom, gets planted. And we've seen this in the past. Julius could be looking for that knockout blow. It, Ivy! No surprises tonight. Joe wiped out. Is this the Creed's moment? What? Oh! Continuing to focus on the knee. Smart strategy by Stratton. And I say that about Charlotte Flair because Charlotte Flair ironically won her first title in the championship tournament for the NXT Women's Championship. Beautiful work here by Tiffany Stratton. What a person to admire Charlotte Flair for me. It was, you know, guys like Rick Flair, Bob Winkler, Simmons. And you know what they had in common? They were champions, Vic. It's about reaching to the stars. Oh, it's, it's about going to the nebula right now, Vic. Forget about the nebula. I'm worried about the meniscus. And take a look at the body being bent. Stratton, look at Valkyria's eyes. She's not going to tap. Somehow breaking the grip and breaking the hold. Lyra's face. Lyra's even up right now. And there's that gymnastics background. Got caught. Oh, baby. Big wow. time suplex for Valkyria. Oh, that's that fighting spirit, Dick. Mustering up everything she's got. Oh, the... We've seen that roundhouse kick connect. The knee buckled. It's left or right there, Vic. And Stratton to pick up the scraps. Hoisting up Valkyria. And this could be the beginning of the end. Oh, man. Oh, we gotta see it. Oh, no, no. Moonsault didn't connect. Valkyria back to her feet. Boom! This time it does connect.
know this is going to be a hostile environment for the challenger. More rabid than ever. His attitude, reasonable men never achieve anything. You know the saying, Vic, no bread, no water, just meat. We talk about that dog in this young man. He's oh, now, he's that lone wolf, Vic. He doesn't need anybody watching his back, and that's a very, very dangerous dog. The city of champions. The city of green. The city of the Red Sox. The city of those baked bees. To the city of the Celtics. Point one, we still get the win. To the city of Boston. Here. say that because not only is he driving the air out of the lungs of Carmelo Hayes, he's driving the air out of the home court advantage Hayes has here at Battleground. And he certainly has silenced the majority and the masses here tonight that came in support of Carmelo Hayes. The wind almost has left the Sangha Center as right now Braun Breaker could be looking for one more devastating suplex. Run landing shot right here, Vic, is gonna be, is gonna be hell for Carmelo Hayes' ribs. Oh, Hayes. Back to the knee, kind of softened up earlier with that single leg crab. Back in goes Braun. Oh, to the top. Oh, that's wow. And for the third time, can Braun Breaker become NXT champion? Hayes kicking out. The challenger taking control of the champion, and it doesn't see any. Oh! I'm about to say, nothing the champion can do. He can't continue to get momentum, but right now, maybe the momentum is finally swung oh, back into the hometown kid. Talk about momentum. Carmelo just used all of his momentum to add that beautiful DDT on Braun Breaker. And right now, this thing is about to even up just a little bit. Back to their feet. And now, that emotion that maybe we thought he had a little bit too much of early on, that being Carmelo Hayes, he's going to have to channel all that emotion right now. One thing about being champion, Vic, I always tell you that Big champion gives you that, that cloak of invincibility. And right now, Carmelo Hayes is he's feeling it. Hayes is going to the body, turning right back around face first. Oh, crescent kick under the jaw. And Hayes. Big pump kick connects for the second time. Champion finding the rhythm, feeling the flow, oh, looking to fly. He, connects. he got it, he landed it. Oh. Big uppercut by Brun. Catch it, oh, and now hoist it up. Wow, what a, what a counter by. Certainly by was. Hill. That first 48. And now, be it. now to the top, looking for nothing but. Able to roll through, presence of mind, turn around. Breaker looking for the spear, found the post instead. Hayes, back up. Oh, oh my God. That's Hashtag, new champion. What? Woo. 
Shivani, and now the PWC, the Pro Wrestling Coalition is on the air for the most exciting two hours of professional wrestling podcasting in the world. We're going to put butts in seats and ears to the streets. And now, here are your hosts, Jimmy T and Jeff Lipman. Hello everyone and welcome to the PWC NXT Battleground host game show. I am your host, Jimmy T, my co-host. He is the evil dose, he is the foreign object, he is the IVE and EST of the PWC, he is Dr. Jeff Lippmann. Welcome back to the PWC, we've been on a roll lately with all these PLEs, Jeff. It's all relative. <laughs> it is all relative, as a matter of fact. But nevertheless, it's made us suffer because I haven't watched Raw yet of all these PLEs, but it is what it is. Keep it in perspective. <laughs> nice well jeff i don't know if you've watched raw yet have you watched raw at all before we get to battleground i did watch raw i watched half last night and half today oh nice that's probably what i should do is it is it worth watching (laughs) (laughs) no really Um, i'm being serious was it at least better than usual no it it was uh it was it was not terrible but it it wasn't i mean it wasn't it was it was okay. Well, that, well, that's disappointing to hear because I was kind of looking forward to it, but I will watch it anyway. I guess this is why we... Play. All of yeah. the defending I've done about the World Heavyweight Championship and how Seth Rollins is going to make it important, how he's going to defend it every single week, just like he said he would. He's going to do an open challenge and defend it. Week one, AJ Styles shows up from SmackDown oh, to congratulate him. And what do they have? Do they have a rematch? No. A tag team match against the Judgment Day. So week one, Seth Rollins is in a mindless tag team, not defending the title. I mean, I would rather he defend the title against, even if it was someone who had no shot, whatever, Apollo Crews, whatever, who cares? You know, just just someone from the roster, Dolph Ziggler, whatever, whatever, it doesn't doesn't matter. So we're getting spillage, we smacked down onto Raw already? Right, he was just there to congratulate him, but I mean, it... Sure. And it, 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 it was meaningless. I mean, it didn't. It didn't even lead to, and I guess I'm sort of glad about this, but it didn't even lead to any of the OC showing up to try to counter the Judgment Day. It was, it was an absolutely meaningless segment, except for what was supposed to be an exchange of respect between Seth and AJ. But AJ isn't such a good talker, and Seth was so awkward. It wasn't even really clear that it was a that it was a sincere exchange of respect. You'll see. Holy it, shit. It, you only have to watch the first 10 minutes or 15 minutes of this. There's seven or eight minutes before anything other than recaps and Seth and Myron's zones before even a word is other. So. All right, fair enough. Well, that's why we've been doing the Thursday night cheese lately because we've been pretty busy with all these other shows. But that's right. It is what it is. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm. You know, my motion's always on the table to to shelf machismo, shell smack talk, and just make it smachismo until these WWE shows are worth talking about alone. <laughs> I just fucking put them together. God, well, we don't want to treat it like it's getting impact wrestling right now. You know what I'm saying? Don't cover it, wrestling. Exactly. That's my point. <laughs> you I'm just saying, instead of giving each show its own its own time, that we just them together into one shot yeah well we'll see we'll see what happens and anyway. you know what those millions upon millions of you that are out there 
Let us know what you think. Do you, do you like having the Machismo and Smack Talk as separate shows? Uh, or, or would you rather we just push them together and, and do Machismo and, and cover both shows once a week? Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a great idea. I mean, right now, there's not as many people tuning in for Battleground, but... Um, that's why right. people I, hear it on the download. They will, as a matter of fact. They sure will. But let's get into Battleground. Actually, Jeff, any news? Or it's been quite kind of quiet as a matter of fact, in the wrestling world this week? Um, I mean, there there is news. Uh, we learned that uh, Tomello was pregnant during Double or Nothing. Well, we learned that Alexa what? Bliss is pregnant today. Oh, yes, we knew that. What? So, yeah, Alexa Bliss, uh, she learned that she was pregnant. Apparently, it was a surprise. They weren't going for it, but the Cabrera's having a baby, so Alexa Bliss and their husband, I think his name is Ryan, uh, expect their first child, I guess, in six or seven months' time. Um, Shit. Jamie Hader is legitimately injured. Apparently, it's her back. It's not her shoulder, and so she's been working through it. So she's been getting praise from the locker room for that. Um, I am amazed that I have not heard anything about someone we're going to talk about tonight, Ilya Dragunov. Um, nothing about his arm? Nothing about his arm. Uh, but, I, but we That's will. Uh, as far as anything else is concerned, no, just the, the usual bickering. You know, I mean... Actually, I'm glad you brought up the arm because I just want to point out one thing. After we uh, recorded the Double or Nothing review show last night, mm-hmm. like on the, right here on the PwC Network, me and Yvette were talking off the air, and he was telling me off the air. Oh, why are you so, talking to you off the air, not me? Well, you disappeared. You just take off, as well, you always yeah, do. That's what he did, too. No, he doesn't do that. He actually kicks back. Sometimes me and Yvette will sit there and talk for another two hours. <laughs> After oh, no. we've done a two-hour show, yeah. You guys are like good friends. Yeah, no, man, we talk about everything, as a matter of fact. What are we good like friends? <laughs> Sometimes up, I wonder and think friends. about that, but other times I think it sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> you say you don't have friends, but I know you do have friends, but whatever, it is what it is. But I will say this, and plus I'm your friend, Jeff. Come on now. God. <laughs> Get out of here, man. <laughs> but You're a but cyber wanna- friend. Hey, we see each other. That's what matters. So I think we're beyond cyber at this point, at least. You yeah, know what I mean? It's a strange new world. It's re- it is really hard to differentiate. Well, well, <laughs> what you see is what you get, right? So if we meet in person, you'll still see me. <laughs> but anyway. Well, well, Kevin Panetta was much taller than I thought he was. Oh, well, why? What would be his height, roughly, you think? He was my height. But I, oh, I whatever okay. reason, well, I pictured him as being short. I, I thought that he was like a five foot seven guy. <laughs> Come on. Shout out to Kevin Panetta. I'm not like a Mitch. I just thought it was shorter. Oh, man. Well, I'm going to tell you now. I'm 5'10". I'm 5'10". Well, so am I. I'm 5'10". Hey, look, Jeff. We're above the average height on this planet. We are. We actually yeah, are. <laughs> it's true. We are. But there. I mean, listen. Nobody's going to look at us and say they're tall. Some no, people might, some, you know, we're in some realm of, of average. And there might be some people say, hey, they're short. I, I mean, some people call it uh, not short. No one's ever said that I'm short, so. That and I'm sure been. no one's said that about you. No, they have, but, uh, you know. Oh, well, if the guy is like six fucking two and, o- and over, yeah. I mean, shit. No, I'm from America, the land of giants. Ah, uh, that's a myth. That's Everyone a myth. here is like Paul Bunny. Ah, oh, come on. I was looking that up, right, as a shitster, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure, you've got the NBA, you know, you've got all the all the major sports leagues and whatnot. Right. But but all the world's best players, like no matter where they're from, are, are practically tall. It's like saying an Aussie basketball player is 
is is not tall when they are, for example. Actually, the tallest country by per capita is Holland, believe it or not, where they I have knew that. a foot one. Wow, that's huge, man. Like, when you think about it. Damn holes. Jeez. Damn fucking Dutch. And they're nice, oh, too. All and nice. How irritating is that? <laughs> that's weird. And Actually, like I want to see. I want to see who's taller between Australia and America by, by some chance. Because I was reading recently. Um, hang on. In height average, I'll, I think we're a little bit taller than you guys in height. Believe it or not. Well, there's only like 14 of you. <laughs> We've got 26 million people, but yeah, we're, yeah, and it's not much. But I mean, not much compared to the landmass. Oh, here we go. So Australia's um, average height is 5'9", right? Yeah, but you and have a lot of reptilians underneath that great middle of yours. You just don't know it. We probably do. Uh, you guys are the land of reptilians, though. You know that. I mean, that's where, where all the reptilians are. I but know, apparently, but so is Australia. All of the reptilian uh, reserve, first column reserve is, is under the Gobi Desert, as you probably know. The second reserve is under the Serengeti and Sahara. But the oh, third reserve Serengeti. is under the, the great landmass of Australia. And then, of course, <laughs> the, the large bulk of the force is under Antarctica. Well, get this. We're exactly the same, practically, uh, Jeff. Mm -hmm. Australia's um, average male height, for example, is 5'9", right? right? Average female height, though, is 5'3 uh -huh. and a half, right? So wow. now that's Australia. Uh -huh. The United States, as I scroll down, mm -hmm. because I have to go to the United States, not America. Right. Uh, where are you? United States, United States, United States. Come on, United States. Where are you? Here we go. Um... Ah, oh, come on. Get out of here. This is stupid. All right. Well, the only piece of news that I forgot about while you're looking at it is that it seems like Trish might be uh, a bit of a full-time com competitor in WWE. Well, That's what I've read, too. And she wants to be. But we'll get back to that in a moment. But the U.S. average height is 5'9 in males. And get this. 5'3 in females were exactly the same, Jeff. Wow, we were about half an inch. Woo! Yeah. Right. American women put us over the top. <laughs> no, actually, we're we're five three and a half also in Australia with uh, women. Oh, well, you just <laughs> <five three. laughs> So there you go. We're exactly the same. There, there's no difference at all. But anyway, back to Trish Stratus. Um, yeah, I've I've heard that too. I've heard she wants to stay around full time. I mean, what's up with that? Well, why not? They're, they're paying her good. I, I mean, there's a lack of star power. She's a star, and you know. She, she's already made Zoe Stark feel more important than pretty much any other, you know, rehire return that's not named Chelsea Greer, uh, Green. Uh, but Ch yeah, Chelsea Green. Chelsea Greer. <laughs> Chelsea Greer. <laughs> Rosie Greer, Chelsea Greer. What's oh, that? Rosie Greer. Ooh. No, no, no. But, well, I find it funny. But, oh, you know what? I'll be honest, man. And I'm pretty sure I said this during the Night of Champions show. Trish kind of impressed me in that match. She was, she did a lot better than I ex actually expected it to. So, why not? I, I, yeah, no. I thought she real. performed as, as well as Becky. I mean, she was, they were, she was heads and tails above Lita. Oh, Lita's done. Lita's absolutely finished. But Pretty see, well. it's funny. You bring up Lita. Lita's the one that actually wanted to do more of a full-time in-ring return. I guess WWE don't agree. Well. We all, we all well. saw why. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> well. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot true. of things that they do that I don't understand. Like, you know, 
a vignette last night for Candice LeRae, for example. Um, but but do. I do understand why they why they are passing on Lita at least full time. I mean, yeah, every now and then for a novelty, that's fine. Well, she was in the draft, and I'm talking about Trish Stratus. And if you're going to be in the draft, I'm assuming you're going to have some sort of full time. Yeah, she was. She got drafted to Raw, Excellent. as a matter of fact. So I, there, not, there I, I remember that. I mean, the draft has already proven itself to be rather immaterial. But yeah. But yeah. we're not really That's here annoying. to talk about WWE proper. We're here to talk about their <laughs> JV, their developmental. Yes, we are. And uh, let's get into it as a matter of fact. Because and head to head against double or nothing. Do you, you think it ate into the buy rates? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, do you? No, probably not a lot. You know, maybe ten or fifteen. I mean, listen. I think that I think that the buy rates for double or nothing probably are lower anyway, just because of the card itself. I'm sure people will blame the uh, battleground for it, but I mean, maybe ten thousand people who picked up, you know, NXT battleground over AEW would have bought the pay per view. You know, whatever it is, I don't, I don't think it's, you know, going to be well, considerable. Well, get this. Um, it's funny because I added the the media scrum after our show, like post production. I, I, I listen. And like, damn well, it, four hours. Four long. hours. I didn't realize how long this media scrum was going to go for. I'm like, what the fuck? How does it go for fucking two and a half hours, dude? Well, you want to know why you didn't realize it? Because once again, you don't listen to me. I told you it was two hours and twenty five <laughs> minutes long, and the first oh, two minutes yeah. was was just the guitar riff going over uh, Tony Khan's head and the wrestlers. It was I funny. skipped that shit. I, I made sure I skipped through that. But still, that's a long fucking time. I, I was shocked. I was like, fuck. So that tipped oh, over the show at four hours. <laughs> but obviously, it's not really four hours. But it's up to you if you want to listen to it or not. Obviously, I yeah. as a bonus. But uh, yeah. But anyway, Chris Willen's already in the chat saying, outside topic, but do you think that if this year's mail money in the bank cashing fails again, that the concept should be put to rest. Ooh. Also, what might Duke Hudson be starting up on Money in the Bank for his well, for what has seen backstage? Um, okay, for the first, I think no. I think Money in the Bank is here to stay for a while. It's a fun concept, and uh, you know, I think I think it was a bigger problem when everybody who cashed in won. So I think the fact that, that there's been some reversals of fortune is a good thing. It makes it less predictable. As far as what's Duke Hudson doing, this is the gimmick. When there when there's a PLE coming up for uh, WWE, especially one of the bigger ones, Chase University, their assignment is to study it. So it's just part of marketing and and making it part of a little bit on the TV show, also more of the crossover, and it's basically a commercial inside the TV show. That, that's really it. You know, the comment King yesterday said to me, if I'm embarrassed about Buddy Murphy and his antics, yeah. right? you know being australian duke hudson is a fucking reason to be embarrassed being australian i'm just saying like even though he suits this spot i cannot stand this guy dude he's funny in this spot i i just don't think he has much future as a wrestler i mean he's very he's very he's he's wooden you know he's very he's very stiff and for uh, i mean he is a big guy but for a big guy i don't he think is. he would look big next to other big guys He's a lot taller than you think, actually. Uh, I just want to double check he's like on his height. Five, six, six. I, I know he's very tall, and and listen, next to me, he's a big guy. But I think if you put him next to, say, Sanga, he wouldn't look like a big guy. How tall is Sanga? Uh, they call him six eight, but I think he's probably more like six six. Well, he's six five, and a legit six five. I'm talking about Duke Hudson. He's legitly six five. I could have sworn he was taller than that, though, but I guess not. 
He doesn't look that tall though sometimes in NXT, even though he should. But Maybe he's now. lost a bit of muscle mass. Like I said, he's he's a big guy who doesn't present that big. Which yeah, is Yeah, that's it's weird. Which is a problem in wrestling. I mean, well, sometimes it's it's sneaky. I mean, Randy Orton is surprisingly really tall. He's like no, six he's tall. six five also. He's um, you know, so it, it, it almost sneaks up on you. Sheamus is surprisingly tall. I mean, not anymore because he's been with Drew McIntyre so much lately and stuff like that. But um, I don't know, Duke. I, I think he would. I think he would present this too slim next to him. That's the same problem I have with Von Wagner. He might be six 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 seven, but he doesn't. He doesn't look like a giant. No, he's got a weird body too. But Chris yeah, he's wants got, to ask he's one got like that Kendall Wyndham kind of thing going on. Kendall Wyndham. Not to that extent, but you know. He, you know. Kendall had a better body though, I think. Just just, not by much, but I mean just. Barry Barry did. Barry was a bigger guy, but he Barry, but, yeah. different story. Yeah. <laughs> Completely. He's a legend. I mean Kendall, eh, you can sort of call him a legend, but not really. Uh Chris wants to ask one more question. Without pulling the trigger on Drew McIntyre last London PLE, how might WWE deliver for them during the next one? Gunther wins money in the bank question mark. Or does Drew get it? Or does neither of them get it? I still think Cody will get it. Um, I'm still sticking with LA Knight's getting it because he's over and he's a heel, and I think that's a perfect thing for him. I I think that WWE doesn't necessarily play for the hometown crowd, at least not the big spot. No. I mean, Zelina Vega got a big spot there. Did she win? No. I, I, I think that I think that what they learned in India a few years back with Jinder Mahal is that the crowd still cheered for Triple H, and so they had Triple H win. Um, the wrestling fans are the same everywhere. Do they like to see a hometown person? Sure, but is that what they're coming to see? No, they 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 want to see what they're not used to seeing. They want to, they want to see the same stars everyone else wants to see. Um, Plus, I don't I think. think... No, sorry, continue. No, no continue on. Continue on. I'll, I don't I'll think Drew, that. at his size and with his character right now, needs or would benefit from the money in the bank. Drew is in the main event picture anytime they want Drew to be in the main event picture. I think the money in the bank is for somebody who otherwise probably wouldn't be there right now as far as gunther getting it no i think that's i, th I think that everything about gunther in the days is a red herring because you know you know just he's got the icy belt it's enough he yeah, doesn't need exactly more. let it slow let them slowly build gunther we don't he doesn't need to they don't need to rush him right now this gunther exuberance is reminding me a little bit too much of people who were in love with hangman page mjf and and big me they want everything and they want it now and then once they get they're like they're like bored with it already yeah yeah you don't want to do that chris just quietly i mean let them let gunther just do his thing right now let's worry about him i think next year I, i'm being honest then yeah. we can talk money in the bank and world championship and whatnot for now i think let him be the ice champion all year for all i care and just let him be around that sort of mold because right now they need to build cody to to his world championship win eventually that's the priority right now and also with seth rollins and the world heavyweight championship on on the raw side of things let them just do their thing over there and then we worry about gunther come 2024 that's just yeah. my opinion anyway no i agree I and mean, in fact with them and you just said something that made me think of something which is always i'm jumping in right now with seth and gunther both on raw i would rather see gunther face seth and I wouldn't mind it being a draw. I wouldn't mind Seth going over, not with, with not with both us. And I don't like Seth, but for this title's sake, I think a big win like that would be huge. 
No, I agree, and and he agrees too, guys. No, I agree on Gunther, but I see Drew's surprise entry, perhaps. Drew more than likely will probably will be in Money in the Bank, but whether he wins, I'm not sure. But yeah, we'll see. I, I don't see him as being a surprise entry. I think I see him as being a likely entry if he's healthy enough to do it. But I, him, like I said, him winning is not necessary. You, you can you can pull the trigger on Drew any time, and nobody's nobody would you know think twice about it. Absolutely. Well, oh, and I wanted to say one more thing before. Um, I was going to say, like, wrestling fans in general don't really, um, you know, they're not really biased on their hometown person per se. Like you said, it doesn't matter if they're in India, Australia, fucking the US, Canada, whatever, right? Everyone goes for who they like, and they don't have to be from the local hometown or country for that matter. So. I think that's pretty universal in all of pro wrestling. I mean, do you agree with that, Jeff? Yeah, I mean, I think there's some exceptions. Sami Zayn in Montreal, oh, the Canadians are pretty match. biased. That's true. No. The Canadians are. Oh, they're an exception. But, but usually, who's the hometown person? Usually, the enhancement talent, the local indie person. They get yeah. the, they get the biggest cheer of their life, and then it's for them to lose in you know thirty seconds to three and a half minutes. But that, but still, that's a, that's a thrill for them, and you know, and everyone buys them drinks for the next two weeks, and you know, and that's great. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I agree with you. But in saying that, they also cheered the shit out of Hulk Hogan when he, when he came out on Raw the night after WrestleMania when he wrestled The Rock. So, and that's Canadian fan base. So that should tell you something. You know what I mean? Well, but anyway. Sure. Hulk Hogan while he was wrestling The Rock as well. Well, yeah, exactly. And that was in Toronto. Right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Well, anyway, Jeff, let's finally get into Battleground because we start off with a North American Championship match. It is um, Wes Lee, your champion, versus Tyler Bate and Joe Gacy. Um, this match was pretty good, I won't lie. It was very decent, but I feel like Joe Gacy, man, like, I know he can fly around the ring, he can zoom around, but just the look of him doesn't suit the style he wrestles, man. I don't know, is it just me? No, it's not just you. I mean, he, he is sort of like a mini version of, of Bronson Reed. He can he can he can wrestle fast, but he doesn't look like he should, and but he doesn't look good enough that you care that much. Um, right. But this match was good. It was technically sound. It was the right pace. But the way you talk about Joe Gacy, that's how I feel about Tyler Bate. I I, I find I find him disturbing to look at. I feel like I'm looking <laughs> at Tyrion Lannister. I, <laughs> the whole big strong boy, stupid. I, I don't like his clothes. I don't like when he doesn't have. I don't like when he's in his wrestling gear. I don't like when he's in his street he's clothes. He's got I don't huge like thighs, man. I don't care. Age. I don't like that mole <laughs> over his eyes. I don't like the way he speaks. I don't like his gimmick. I don't like anything about him. The only one in this match that I liked is Wesley. Uh, I Joe Gacy, God bless him, he tries, but they keep putting him with stooges. And I can't wait for the grizzled young veterans for their contracts to run out so they're gone. They want out, don't they? They actually do yeah. want out. Yeah, yeah they, they they want out. And I'm pretty sure that WWE's basically said, okay, when your contracts expire, feel free, go. Vaya con Dios. Um, they suck and, anyway. I don't like them as their current version. I didn't like them as the grizzled young vets. I just don't like them, period. They're a good tag team, but there's nothing special about them. There's tons of good tag teams, and, and one of them is really, really small. So, obviously, I'm not going to be interested. But Wesley's really, really small. I'm interested in him because he's just got, I don't know, to me, he's like he's like, he's like that baby face that you're, I mean, I say it all the time, but for people who haven't heard me or are only tuning in for NXT, I think that Wesley is the, is the closest thing to this generation's uh, Rey Mysterio type. And I don't mean Lucha Legend. I, I just mean the perennial baby underdog baby right. face. 
who, even though he's small, he moves around so fast and is so crisp and so precise, and and you believe that never quit, that you do believe he can compete with the bigger guys. Uh, I think they, they've done a great job with him. I, he's now the longest reigning North American title holder in NXT history for whatever Has that. it been a year, at least? No, it was it was a Halloween Havoc. What? Feels longer yeah. than that. Yeah, well. <laughs> wow. Well, NXT, uh, I think time moves more differently in NXT than it does other places sometimes. Well, Wesley does get the win over Joe Gacy. Actually, he pins Joe Gacy via the cardiac kick to retain the North American title. But I will say this. Um, with Wesley, I mean, do, do you think it's time for him to go up to the main roster possibly? I would have drafted him already. Um, I don't know why they're keeping that i would have moved him up instead of jd mcdonough i think he does nothing i would have moved JD him up instead of Thon wagner who's not exactly raised up i mean yeah i so i'm uh, yeah unmitigated absolutely without reservation yeah um especially since i saw mustafa ali on nxt tonight so there's there's at least one he vacancy. Was? yeah really? uh, but and, but it looks like he's in a story with wesley and tyler bay so the story of this match was that Tyler Bate was, you know, was Wesley's friend, but he wanted to get into the match to make it a triple threat, and Wesley wasn't sure if he could trust him, and there was tensions between them. But anyway, those two kids worked it out for now, anyway, and and I don't care either way. Um, but the match, the match was solid. What I don't know that I've ever seen Wesley not have a solid match. To be honest with you, this is this is going back to when he was True. in the Rascals in in Impact. Yeah, the little rascals. Yeah, in Impact Wrestling. Actually, do you, speaking of the rascals, do you think he's better off being alone now? Now that he's a singles guy. Uh yeah, I do. Um, you know, I never would have believed it. I mean, MSK is not my kind of team, but they work really well together. They they reminded me of the young Motor City Machine Guns and their move sets and their speed. Actually, and, that's true. And the way right. they coordinate. I with the young Motor City Machine Guns, absolutely. But the other guy, even though I think he got sort of a, a raw deal. He wasn't really in the kind of shape, you know. He didn't have the yeah the, that flabby sort of skinny. You know yeah. what I mean? Like he, yeah. he wasn't fat, but no, he was kind of like well. an Adam Cole sort of body. He was that. He was that wrestler kind of. They're very athletic, but they all look like athletes. It's like your friend Kyle Fletcher, you know. Oh, he, yeah, true. But they, he's they, tall though. You yeah, know what I mean? They, so. they, they, they can do all the moves, but they don't look like athletes. And and I, I just don't dig that kind of thing. Phoenix is starting to look like that again. Um, but I do. I I think he's overperformed, and I think, frankly, yeah, I think he is better off. I I mean, if other people see what I see, I think his future is really friggin' bright, and I I don't understand why he's down still next to unless he wanted it to be, or you know, maybe they're going to carry a Wesley Mustafa Ali feud to the main roster. I you know I don't know. Maybe he wanted to you know have a historic North America. I I can't figure out, but yeah. I, I, to me, he's he's way over ready for the main roster. Speaking of can't figure it out, um, we move on to our next match between Noam Dar, your champion, versus Dragon Lee in the Heritage Cup. Um, <laughs> the NXT Heritage Cup. Oh, sorry. NXT Heritage Cup. Yeah. I know you told me off the air not to explain this. Uh, no, no, no. I said, I said don't ask me to explain it. Right. And I can't even explain it, but What's this round one, round two, round three, round four, round five bullshit? Okay. So remember when Impact had their grand championship and they had three rounds with, with breaks and they had strange rules in it? Uh, 
the, the Heritage Cup is sort of like that. And right. it's, it's whoever wins as many pinfalls or submissions or whatever. I don't know all the rules. I wasn't kidding when I said, don't ask me to give you all the rules. <laughs> it's uh, confusing, bro. Because this format doesn't work in wrestling. It reminds me sort of of, of the pure rules in, in well, uh, Ring of it's, Honor. It's contested on British round rules, apparently. Right. So this, this cup was brought over from NXT UK, and it was only brought over to give Noam Dar a gimmick. Noam Dar, who does absolutely nothing for me, and who, by the way, but the, 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 they, they get corner men. So uh, Nathan Frazier was um, the corner man for Dragon Lee, and Noam Dar's corner man was Ora Mensa, who last I saw in NXT said no. He said, absolutely not, but there he was. Uh, so unless there was some social media thing that I missed, I have I had no idea why he was with him. Um, anyway, these these guys, they work pretty well together, but I have to be honest, I, I don't care about Noam Dar Neither one small I. bit. I don't like these format. I don't... Rounds in wrestling, I think, is goofy. And, it's very goofy. Uh, you know, I, I'm sure Dragon Lee is off the juice for his health and for the wellness policy, but he doesn't look the same. He doesn't move the same. The mystique is gone. And he's one of those guys, listen, I appreciate he speaks English, but I, I would rather he pretended he didn't speak English and just <laughs> speak Spanish like Pentagon used to do. Um, yes, it's, it's, I don't, I don't like this nice guy, Dragon Lee in, in stilted English. I would rather him be evil with stilted English. Anyway, but at the end, all of a sudden, for, for no apparent reason, because these women have been given Noam Dar nothing but hand, no business for the last <laughs> couple weeks, all of a sudden, out comes Jakara Jackson to, to do a distraction, like to, to benefit Noam Dar. The referee goes to, to stop her from interfering, and from the other side of the crowd, out comes Lash Legend with like an ice bucket or something, and, and clobbers Dragon Lee over in the head. It was sort of a weak clobber. Um, and Noam Dar... Uh, that allows him to get one more pinfall. I think it was two to one at the end. And Noam Dar wins in the fifth round. Um, and now he's celebrated with uh, Jakara Jackson and Lash Legend um, and Ora Menza and Noam Dar. And anything with Jakara Jackson and Lash Legend is good and, and is fun. Lash Legend was fun with, with um, Pretty Deadly. I still think Noam Dar is boring. I still don't care about Ora Menza. Their chemistry with the four of them isn't great, but uh, I think if you put these two ladies with even JD McDonough, he'd seem more interesting. But we'll, we'll see. I'm still not big on I'm still not big on him and his little group. But uh, at least now there's some people surrounding him, and you know he's got like a little heel gimmick and a little heel faction there, and it's better than wow. that. But this match did nothing for me. It done nothing for me either. And personally, Noam Dar sucks to me, even though the vet claims he's one of the better guys because apparently he gets psychology and all that shit. Uh, I don't care. I just, he does nothing for me, man. I, I don't know. He man. might get psychology, but he's also very small and he's got chicken legs. I mean, he's got like my legs, <laughs> like, like even whatever, whatever shape he's in on his upper body, which is still small, but he's in shape. His, his legs are, it's like he always skipped leg day. <laughs> wow. He's pretty small too, but anyway. Right. It was also God... funny though, because Oromenza is from Ghana. Uh, Jakara Jackson and Lash Legend, obviously two African American women. Noam Dar, 
is Scottish, but he's sort of dark complected. But he was wearing like you know two like. But he's like, technically Jewish. Hat. He's born in Israel. Technically, grew up in um, Scotland. Scotland, though, right? Yes, and, and he was wearing like sort of braided um, pigtails, almost. Uh, you know, so uh, you know the whole joke was, you know, oh well, he, look who's look who's part of the cookout now. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> with a Scottish accent, mind you, be like, yeah, right, what up, G? <laughs> so, so it's it's just so absurd that I'm going to give it a chance. <sighs> I don't know, man. I don't like it. But anyway, Noam Dar does win by pinfall with the Nova Roller to retain the Heritage Cup. For whatever reason, that's a thing. But right, right. Why we I need the Heritage Cup in NXT? I don't. I don't know. I have no idea. But uh, the next match, though, for me, was the match of the night. It was Ilya Dragunov versus Dijak in a last man standing match. This was crazy, dude. Uh, what can I say? I mean, I love Dragunov. Anytime Dragunov is in a match, you just know it's going to be good. The guy is crazy. I hate Dijak. I will say that. But you brought up, was it off the air? And we're talking about the, his arm not being picked up by the dirts. Yeah. Well, funny enough, the vet was telling me the same thing. That the dirt sheets, for whatever reason, have not picked up his arm injury. I don't understand how they haven't. It's clearly broken. I mean, he had, he had for the final... 25% of the match, he had a giant lump, you know, like, like your Pete Puma and you got hit with, Apparently you know. Apparently there was two the, lumps. There was yeah. one like further down his arm and there was another one over here. The bruising was immediate. And I mean, that means that his, his bones snapped and this was pushing upwards. I mean, that there's, there's no other explanation for it that I'm aware of. Now, I'm not a doctor, but, you know, I'm 54 years old and I've seen injuries. And that, I mean, that was basically Joe Theismann X without breaking the skin. Um, Crazy. So, you know, I, I don't know why they're not reporting on it. Maybe WWE hasn't reported formally. Maybe they're trying to figure out if he's going to need surgery or if he's going to need pins or a titanium, oh, uh, you know, yeah. uh, you know, titanium rod or whatever it is. But yeah, I mean, a lot of people saying this is the match of the weekend. I can see why they say that because of the brutality, but because of the injury and because the stakes were not that important, I can't put it above either Brock or Cody or the bloodline match. And, and probably some others I can't think of at the moment. Well, Chris Willen brings up an interesting point. He says, apparently Dragunov will be on NXT next week, but he is going on the injured list. Maybe this is how they end up placing him with Imperium upon return. That could be a possibility. Well, I, I mean, him being on the show is not, you know, inconsistent with the possibility of him being put on the injured list. As far as any plans for him, I'm guessing that that's going to need surgery or or steel rods and and uh, what do they call it? pins when they put the or screws right, yeah. in there to put that together. And, and I'm guessing that this is it's going to have to be evaluated again in seven to nine months before you even think about you know him being able to come back and and perform the way he wants to perform. Let alone any plans to have put him with Imperium. I heard too that they were also going to put him in, in Imperium, which I think is cool. I know he's been the enemy of Walter, but he. He would Even fit long like a, before NXT. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, he would fit perfectly with with Imperium. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, and and like I can only imagine if they were having a feud with like the Brawling Brutes, and I know Drew McIntyre's not with them, but stick any fourth guy. But like I, I think that Dragonoff versus Pete Dunne would be an interesting contrast of styles. One the ground the pound guy, and the other who's a human cannonball. But <laughs> let's let's just see what happened with his. Listen, maybe it's a clean snap, and they just put it back together, and then oh. who, who knows? I don't know. But uh, 
Well, well, like Chris says, either way, the dude needs a new finish. It's a bit wacky. That's true. <laughs> well, uh, he 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 might in fact need. He, well, well, let's just let's just put a pin in all of this. Talk about where you know when he's coming back. I'm sure that his whole purpose of NXT is gonna he's gonna put over Dijak for giving him the hardest match of his life, and and say that he's going on the shelf and he's gonna be gone for a long time. But he's definitely gonna come back, and you know because he loves this sport and he always gives us his all and he and you know no matter what he'll always get back up just just like a battleground i'll always get back up for sure and chris says like we said it broke in two places it looked like on die jack head i had the same fra- <laughs> i had the same fracture as a child towards his wrist then in the middle of the forearm yeah i've never broken my arm thank fuck surprisingly but um yeah i, I could see the two breaks too i mean it looked fucking brutal so yeah, for whatever reason, not sure why the dirt sheets haven't picked up on it. Don't know I don't why. know. I mean, it seems like the easiest. I mean, they speculate on all sorts of dumbass shit. I mean, you, yeah. you can speculate on that one and, and, and probably end up being right. Anyway, the reason I was laughing because nothing here is really funny is that it was on Dijek's head. So, right. like, like Dijek's head is like made of this whole gimmick Dude. is basically like he's the Terminator. So, <laughs> like, maybe Stupid. he has a metal skull. Anyway, I know you don't like Dijak, and I go back. Croatians, to though, are known to have thick heads, bro. The thing about Dijak <laughs> is that he he looks weird. He doesn't have much of a character, but he he can work, and he can work. He can work well with little guys. Like he's he's True. he's put in good matches with with this guy. He put in he put in a great match with Wesley. Uh, you know, you know, if they ever gave them a chance i mean i know retribution was sort of like ruined from had like stink on it almost from from jump but him and mace were a a decent team uh it was during vince mcmahon time who doesn't like tag team so they they never really got chance um i don't know his his body's weird but as far as like a a good worker who could always like I, i don't think he should be a solos guy i think that like dijak is someone who who needs to be the fourth or fifth guy in a faction yeah, I think he's resting for his career at this point, dude, in WWE. Listen, frankly, I think anyone who goes back to NXT for an extended period of time is 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 definitely trying to prove that they'll they're willing to do anything to keep their jobs and and you know, they you know there are, you know, companies do tend to appreciate that, but they also appreciate more, you know, if you're bringing value and listen, I don't know, listen, dragging off injures himself enough but uh, you know he's a loony bin bro that's why he's just a loony he's just crazy he's well my point is though is if if there's other people who get injured on dijak's watch that you know he might get the blame for it you know fairly unfairly at some point (laughs) well i mean we had everything in this match kendo sticks fucking weapons broken arms you name it still chairs this was crazy it was a crazy match i guess it was crazy. When you have these two in a friggin' match, you know it's going to be a banger, no pun intended. Um, it's just crazy. I don't know. It was crazy, great, man. But, great match, Stefan. Dragging off even with the broken arm, you know, beat the 10 count up by, by you know, uh, you know three quarters <laughs> of, a, of, a, of a count. And, True. And you could, you could, and, you know, it, was, it had to be hard for him to get up with one arm. And listen, he, he did a lot with one arm. So, I mean, clearly he's a consummate professional. So good on him. Oh, this would have given him kudos, a hundred percent. Yeah, but it looks tough. like a rough. It, this looks like a rough injury to come back from, and it, and it might be a Lex Luger thing where there's like 
Literally, he's gonna have a titanium thing and rod in his arm. And then we're gonna have the 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 forearm as a finisher. <laughs> well, it kind of is already, but yeah, kind of is. So you know, it, that actually may not hurt him. Any. That, <laughs> it, it, it might not be the worst thing for him. I well, mean, listen, if you're gonna explain why the the guy who's five foot eight and a half and you know two hundred pounds even can can beat the three hundred pound guy, it might be because of the titanium forearm and he moves and he throws himself around like like well, basically like Darby Allen except full size. True, good point. Well, Ilya survives as Dijak fails to answer the tank count, and that's that. Uh, but we see a backstage segment next, Jeff, because no one's there. How come the vet's not coming in? <laughs> good point. He should. I'm getting used um, to that now. I, it happens once now. I want it all the time. It's like I, oh, I he's need, done that I more need, than once before. He's done that. I need more that than heroin once. in my. I need that heroin in my veins. <laughs> I like how he came on all angry and shit. He, he had so something angry. to say. It was, it was great. He was so angry that, um, I don't know if you noticed, because you said you listened back to the show after the fact, mm-hmm. after the edit. Did you notice how loud his levels were compared to us? Yeah. And, <laughs> there was and nothing he, I could do about that. And he's usually very mild-mannered. And, right. You know, sort of he was like pissed. I've never seen him that pissed, Jeff. It's Listen, anytime anybody makes me seem positive, <laughs> it's, he's, I mean, his whole rant about wrestling sucks. I don't think everything about wrestling sucks. I just no, think a lot no. of it sucks. But I mean, if I actually thought everything part of it sucked as badly as he did, and I've been watching it this long, I mean, you I'll know, be I, I, yeah, I'd be I, pretty it, unhappy. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, like what crime am I trying to punish <laughs> myself for? Well, look, the thing that he didn't realize, we did say from the start, this show sucked. I'm talking about Double or Nothing. But we're trying to find some sort of positives where there were, if you want to call them positives. Well, sure, it's a the show. I mean, I right, did not hate exactly. everything about the show. No. I, just, I just thought it was a, I thought it was a piss poor show. And, I, and I, did, I did dislike a lot of it. But, I mean, I've come to do hate watching with AEW. So I don't even, it's not even like I hate the bad stuff. It's almost like that makes me happy in some sort of, strange perverse way but there were things i thought were okay listen i don't think the vet was saying what he was saying in any way shape or form as a reaction to us i just think he had stuff no, on his no, chest no, and he wanted all. to get it off yeah, yeah, i just yeah. think he wanted to get shit off his chest that's a fact no it wasn't because of what we were saying if you well i didn't know we were going parallel with his show with the impact attack i felt no. bad now because <laughs> no, i don't want to take viewers you know away because we had a lot listen, of people in the chat yesterday anybody but, you know, who knows you knows that it's it's Jimmy Time is 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 alone. You are alone in 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 your own little wormhole. As, as no, it's not. It's not that I didn't get. I had internet issues because the internet was out the day before. That's no, that's true. It's dead set true, man. They're working on shit right now. I'll show you the message after the show, Jeff, on the phone. But anyway, not the point. The point is that's why. Uh, two. He, he shows you. He shows you pictures. What he does is he puts. He finds two kangaroos in a wallaby, <laughs> and he puts them in Australia internet text, and he puts little hard oh, wow. hats on them. It's, it's really? actually kind of cute. Hey, I've got good internet generally. All right, just so you know, like I'm not Chris for crying out loud. Crikey! Just saying. <laughs> Crikey! I hate that word, really. Um, but the reason I thought about the vet right now was because he was talking about that he was going to review Battleground and he was talking like he hated Battleground he too. And, yeah, he did. <laughs> and, and like Battleground was a nice little two and a half, three hour show. It had six matches. They were, you know, they, they, it wasn't perfect, but it, it's okay. It was a good, fun little thing. Well, do you think, look, let's be honest. Overall, and it probably was a better watch than Double or Nothing, but... Easier for sure. But Double or Nothing is always, like AEW in general as a whole, has a lot of shit that 
you know you want to talk about because it's such a dumpster fire sometimes that it makes the show fun to talk about if that makes any sense aw is a spectacle it's it, it's it's a th- it's a three ring circus inside of a carnival uh, <laughs> yeah. you know and and things are going wrong in places and they're going right i mean the only problem is i can't i can't keep up with it that and i and i refuse to watch it back more than once to try to catch all the little details thank what, god double that's usually two yeah thank yeah. thank goodness usually there's two or three of us so that you know what one person didn't catch the other one will uh with nxt no problem it's it's light it's easy it, it it's like lightly buttered lightly salted popcorn it's not great <laughs> but it's easy to eat it's easy to consume aw is like a buffet uh it's got shawarma <laughs> it's got refried beans way it's too got, much it's right? got eggs it's got chorizo some of it's delicious some <laughs> chorizo of it's too you don't well. care you eat too much you feel sick you, 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 <laughs> that's you, more the case you eat too you much shits, you're it gives you right. gas you're allergic to it <laughs> that, it makes your eyes water like every, every sensation that you can have you have all at once it's way too much it's like the body equivalent of uh does anyone remember the office when Ryan invented this thing called Woof, which was like it would make your pager go off, your your text would go off, you get email, your phone would ring, and you get to watch the reminding office. you all at the same time, and he called it Woof. This was the AEWs. It, it's like it's like the wrestling version of Woof. Everything happens all at once at the same time here. But, but you know what else is annoying about AEW? AEW is easily the most predictable promotion in professional wrestling by a long shot. It's okay. rare that I get anything wrong with AEW. That's the problem. But anyway, we're not. And here I don't to remember my predictions were on Battleground, but I'm sure I got certain things wrong, and and that's fine. I didn't actually do a predictions for Battleground, so it's irrelevant to me with the predictions. It's an and element. even if I did, no, no, because if I told you, oh well, I got this and this right, you wouldn't believe me because you never heard me say it. So you know what I mean. <laughs> so uh, I could you, be you talking shit. Hundred percent. Well, hey, usually I'm good. I am pretty close to hundred percent. Night of Champions did throw me for a loop, though. I won't lie. That mm-hmm. did sort of fuck me up bad. But anyway, um, I was mentioning that Noam Dai is backstage celebrating his Heritage Cup win with Menza and Lash Legend and Jakara Jackson. He refers to his championship as historic before putting Menza, Legend and Jackson over and says they are the top. Check, please. <sighs> is that the name of the faction, the top check, please? Or is that his catchphrase? I have no I'm assuming check please is the catchphrase and they are the top I guess is the the faction I assume okay yeah. I mean I guess the top isn't the worst name I've heard for faction check please is a pretty shitty uh uh I mean frankly I I, I think it would be a better character for them to say to the people you get the check and they walk away uh Chris says what the fuck spoiler alert Baron Corbin just gave a beat down to Carmella Hayes on NXT so that's two free agents down the roster well, really? you know what? I kudos, you know, credit to Don Tony, who for weeks was saying with coming with the draft, it'd be funny if Baron Corbin got drafted to NXT. And then even after free agent says he goes, he should go down to he should show up at NXT. Uh, you know, and maybe get get back a little steam back down there. Um, so he he called it. So kudos to him live on the air. I'm giving him credit. I I think it's sort of hysterical, but. Yeah, Baron, Cor- Baron Corbin's another guy I don't care about. So another slot is open up where, uh, you know, a guy like uh, Wesley could be there. But frankly, they have plenty of people up at the main roster. That, so one more spot for, you know. Uh, unfortunately, what they did is they moved two guys who always lose. So whoever's going to get those spots is probably going to be new people who always lose. That's pathetic. Anyway, um, 
Let's move on to the next match, though. It is your NXT Tag Team Championship match between Gallus, your champions, versus the Creed Brothers. I'm not going to lie. I didn't like this match, Jeff. Uh, I thought it was fine, but I, I agree. I mean, there was nothing exciting or interesting about it. Uh, I didn't understand why Ava Rain came out and, and, you know, did what she did to Ivy Nile. I don't know. I mean... Ivy Nile gets attacked so often. I don't know why Julius Creed is so surprised by it and taken aback and gets distracted by it. I mean, they, they should ditch her if they're if they're not able to keep their focus. Um, I thought there was going to be a title change here. You um, would have thought, but for whatever reason, fucking Shawn Michaels sees something in these Gallus fucking guys. I, I don't. I don't. Frankly, I don't really get. I mean, I don't hate them. I think they're fine. But I, I just thought it was time to to invest in the creeds and see you in something. But listen, I knew there the was creeds trouble when the, great. when the creeds came out in their pajamas. Uh, <laughs> they always the come in their fucking pajamas, bro. No, come they, on. They have other. They have other singlets that, that, that look more <laughs> like wrestlers. When they have the little patterns and they're in their pajamas, ones they never win. Dude, it looks like one of them's in their fucking underwear. Like, right? No. Like, as soon as I saw them in their in their pajama gear, I'm like they're losing. <laughs> and and look, man, the Creed brothers are awesome. They really are. I think they could even have standout singles careers, like in the future, right? Absolutely, sip- yeah, absolutely. But yeah, man, get some new fucking spandex going. If, it doesn't even look like spandex. It's so bad. Yeah, no, it doesn't. It, it looks more like polyester, like you know, or, or, <laughs> or some sort of you know, literal underwear, polyester, fucking. It's, it's true. Under Armour polyurethane kind of thing. But, <laughs> and let's let's also point out once Ava Rain coming out and doing things. She, she she dresses bad. She moves badly. She speaks badly. She looks bad. She's not oh. she's not good looking. She's terrible. Just stop. Just give it up. The, the rock is <laughs> the rock isn't even a big deal anymore. Like like studios are bailing on him. It's like just just Man, enough. You didn't just say they are bailing on him. What's going on there? But anyway, it is what it is. is she really that bad? You think like she just I, I, doesn't ha- get it? I think she's worse. I, I mean, but I mean, I don't think she's athletic. I think she's already had like two knee surgeries. But I mean, she doesn't She's have an athletic. Hell too, man. She doesn't have an athletic build. She she doesn't yeah. she doesn't move well. She doesn't have any charisma. She doesn't. She's not a good talker, and she's not pretty. She's just yeah. not. I don't want to bash on the Rock's daughter, but yeah, no, oh. you're right. She's not pretty. She's not. She's not like the ugliest thing I've seen. Don't get me wrong, but like, but, she's but got a bit she, of a long she face. might be the ugliest woman in on the in the NXT locker room. Well, now that uh, Fire has gone to the main roster, I would have, I would agree with you. Actually, yeah, no, for real. I thought you know, uh, Amber Fire was the worst in all of WWE, but uh, yeah, I mean, good old Pebbles, isn't that what he used to call it? I don't know. Yeah, she she's got a horse face, man. I I know people say Indy Hartwell's got a horse head, but The Rock's daughter's got way more of a horse head. Yeah, Indy, I get, yeah, the, but this is different. I mean. Indy Hartwell is, you know, she's attractive. She's not that bad. Yeah, she's not that Indy Hartwell's just not TV attractive. The right. Rock's daughter she's Chilean is- background, dude. I mean, she's got a Chilean face, like typical. If you know what I'm saying, do you, do you get what I mean? Of course I do. Uh, no, the- no, Chileans are hot, but she's got a real Chilean. Yeah. You could tell she's Chilean heritage. Look, I, I want to get in my line. Like, Indy oh. Hartwell is not <laughs> TV great looking. Ava Rain is not MVA good looking. <laughs> you know what, Jeff? You should have set me up for that one because... I was trying. I, yeah, but I didn't expect that. I didn't think it was going to be that good. And I would have done this. 
Oh, great. That, <laughs> it I, makes things a lot funnier, dude. Come I thought that you would give me the LA night. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> next time. I've got to be ready for that. But uh, yeah, anyway, did I mention who won the match? Yeah, I did, I think. I did say... Well, the Creeds, uh, they couldn't tell by inference. The, the Creeds didn't, did, did not prevail. Gallus, is, Gallus boys are still on top. Yeah, for whatever reason, I have no idea. I don't even understand why Ava is even paired with these guys, but whatever. The only, I mean, this is this is my ongoing theory with NXT and all of the European talent in there, that most of them are just there to basically be trainers and coach and hold matches together and try to help the the people that, that WWE actually recruited from the States or wherever, that they are training in the PC to try to teach them how to wrestle and, and you know, keep the matches together. I, I don't know that they have any aspirations for any of them, uh, <laughs> which is why, I'm, yeah, which is why I'm a little bit surprised that JD McDonough was elevated. Which is even more surprising because the guy is a literal Finn Balor ripoff. I mean, you've already got Finn. Why do you need JD McDonough? He's no, he even worse than Finn. Yeah, he's trained by Finn exactly. And, and you came, know what? Oh my God, he came out to no reaction, zero, <laughs> zero. <laughs> Yeah. What, on Raw you're talking about? On Raw, yeah. Okay, I haven't seen that yet, but yeah, that doesn't surprise me. But um, what I do want to point out, not only with all these... Look, there's a whole influx of Scottish wrestlers, man. Mm-hmm. And other than Drew McIntyre, because I think his English is pretty clear for mm-hmm. a Scot, mm-hmm. if you know what I mean, maybe they need to fucking send these guys to like some sort of speech fucking lessons so they can talk a lot more clear. Because that hardcore Scottish accent, man, is just crazy. But, but I think for Gallus, it actually helps them <laughs> to, to really? not understand what they're saying. I literally don't understand what the fuck. I'm not kidding. How many times have I said that? I really, the first time I saw him, I'm like, what, what did they say? I actually didn't understand what they said. They need to be more clear, you know? I, I have trouble understanding them sometimes. I understand them <laughs> most of the time, but I, I actually think it helps them. Because what they're saying isn't particularly interesting. It's basically, let's, let's go to the pub drink and let's fight. And Gallus <laughs> boys are still on top. And that's all they're saying. So, I mean, if, if all you hear is brogue, it, you know, for all you know, they're saying, let's sharpen the battle axes, laddie, and let's go to the mountains and raid and pillage the, the village. <laughs> pillage the village. <laughs> that rhymes. I Isn't know. one of them Wolfgang, for fuck's sake? Yeah, the one I with could've... the Joker tattoo. Right, I couldn't stand him as Wolfgang back in the day. Well, not back in the day, but when He's still Wolfgang. Whatever. I, Wolfie. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what I, I don't know what Gallus. Uh, I mean, is Gallus where they're from? Is Gallus like a Gaelic word in Scotland? I mean, because the oh. other two are brothers. They're the Coffee Brothers. Right. I should look that up. What does Gallus mean in Scottish? Like Gallus. Maybe it's Scottish. like Dallas. <laughs> Dallas, you think? Maybe Scottish word. Oh God, really? You know Don't what it means? Divide it. What's it mean? All right, let me get this straight. Gallus is thankfully a rather less obscure word than many that feature in this series. Okay, hang on. So tell me what it means. Okay, here we go. Really? It means boldness or daring. <laughs> That's what Gallus means in Scottish fucking lingo. <laughs> yeah, I said it. They're bold and daring apparently okay that's great great there you go well uh anyway kofi or coffee pins julius after the boot of doom as gallus retains the nxt tag team titles and that's that anyway next now yeah, this match three of them and when ivy nile was distracted the the numbers game you know enabled the gallus well boys. yes ava it's ava she takes out nile 
and the creeds are distracted and that's how they get the win with her ridiculous but, yellow jacket and silly cargo pants yeah silly all round in my opinion but anyway uh next we have a potentially could have been the match stealer in some ways it is lyra valkyria versus tiffany stratton for the nxt women's championship this is not bad but it didn't live up to what i thought it would have yeah, Lyra Valgaria fits exactly into the category I was talking about where they're keeping some of these European people just to sort of hold matches together. Um, I have seen people say this match was terrific. I have seen people say this match was terrible. I did not think it was terrible at all. I didn't think it was but terrific. It wasn't but, great. I, right. but I thought it was good. I just I have zero investment in Lyra Valkyria. Uh, it was Is it Valkyria? Much- Is that how you pronounce it? Or Valkyria? Valkyria. Um, okay. Don't ask me why. I mean, oh, how many times they showed us that same stupid video of her running around with crows flying <laughs> in deciduous forests? I mean, ah, it w- ah. wasn't that interesting the first time, right? Come on, come on. <laughs> um, like, uh, I don't know. Uh, you know, she's she's a fine wrestler, but like, you know, she she has really no star power, no charisma to her. So it was sort of a foregone conclusion. So no, nothing good could come of the swerve. But you know, but Tiffany, and- on the other hand, though, has got a lot of potential. Okay, let's talk about Tiffany's tights for a second. <laughs> oh, let's. Because they, because remember we were talking about um, uh, Trish and and the bodysuit, you know, being going Ooh, knee, going <laughs> yeah. going camel toe, right? At a oh, point. yes. This this started as a frontal wedgie. <laughs> it always makes it so much funnier, but yes, it did. Yeah. She had a cheeseburger down there, that's for sure. <laughs> for sure. And there wasn't a lot of fabric in between there either. This, 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 this was getting a little bit racy. I mean, I, <laughs> I, I have to say that this, they, they may, they may want to have her adjust that because that, that, that's a wardrobe malfunction waiting for an FCC fine. Um, uh, <laughs> no, I don't want them to adjust it. Even if they do get fined, please <laughs> leave it at that. More burger, the better. <laughs> you're the burgermeister. I'll picture Homer's face too, if you know what you're, I mean. You're but you're like I, hamburger. Like, rum, 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 rum. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Jimmy <laughs> will gladly pay you two's burger for a hamburger today. Absolutely would. I mean, I love I love seeing that dude because he just yeah. Anyway, I don't I I, sh- I shouldn't get too like explicit, but you know what I mean. Well, it's the PWC. Um, anyway. Uh, <laughs> So the the weird part of this match was that Tiffany looked like she she went for her finisher too early, and like they knew that it was too early, so she, you know, she she recovered from the the miss flop really quickly, and then like did one move and then tried it again and and hit it like it was only like thirty seconds between efforts, and it I don't know if Lyra was positioned in the wrong place or. Lyra didn't feel something look good enough. She said, do it again or whatever. But the, the finish, there was some sort of a botch, unless that's the way it was supposed to be, in which case it was awkward, um, which did impact the match adversely. But the, the right person won. One, one of them is a star in the making who's probably the most improved wrestler over the last 12 months period. And the other is just, you know, a, a journey woman or, or work, work woman. True. I mean, look, I wasn't as high on Tiffany Stratton, I'm talking about her in-ring work, as everyone else was at one stage. But now I get it, especially after the burger fucking 
<laughs> after <laughs> after seeing burgers no no no. but no, no in all seriousness i get it i get why tiffany is hyped up and shit i just think um she comes across as kind of uh i don't want to say fucking dopey but like almost like an airhead dude sometimes well she's, well, she's supposed to but it's but it's it's deceptive it's more like daddy's spoiled entitled right so, for sure. so she's 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 ignorant, but she's not stupid. Right, even though she like, looks like kind she of stupid. She doesn't know how bad she sounds because she doesn't care about how bad she sounds. Well, there you go. If that's the gimmick, then okay, I get it. I, I, I hope she's not like that in real life, though. But I've heard stories about her, both positive and negative, in terms of her training. Good. I'm never going to date her, so what do I care? I think it's great. <laughs> oh, well, you, you've got lots of cardio, Jeff. Come on now. <laughs> You know, even if I didn't, it's still like I'm pretty sure that I'm not dating a 25 year old. So. This guy. I mean, anyway, whatever. I've seen your fucking list. It's been it's pretty fucking decent. That's true. That's true. If, if I wasn't taking, no, no, I, if, other if, than one, there was only one probably chick. Would have been mine. You're right. <laughs> there was only one chick that I thought, okay, Jeff, that was a bit, you know, out there. Other than that, they were all fine. So I'm just saying. Um, but anyway, yes, uh, Stratton does win via the prettiest moonsault ever to become the new nxt women's champion and she's earned it she the right it is, the right it is a beautiful one. moonsault and she sort of pops you know on each of the ring ropes you know uh, the boom boom like, bang yeah it's like an increasing springboard it's, it's, good. <laughs> it's, like, it's like the triple lindy Ooh, could have been the triple Big Mac for all I care, but I know you're getting, but, you're, you're getting hungry. You want some double deck? <laughs> you're, you're you're ready for some two for six dollar meal deals? Oh hell yeah, I am. I mean, you, the McFeast is back, hey, baby. Hey, miss, you you want you want some fries and a frosty with that? Uh, no, I just want a burger, a big fat juicy one. Don't worry about the fries, but um, anyway, <laughs> yeah, you're you're offering the fry. Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> I'm lucky D's not in the in the room. But anyway, um, yes, Jaden does win. Well, let's get to the main event, actually, Jeff. It is mm-hmm. getting late for you because uh, it's pretty late, actually, for you. Is but it, it is. That shit. Um, wow, I'm surprised you haven't noticed. It's well, anyway, it's not it's not too late, yeah. Oh, well, there you but go. yeah, we are going to the main event, which to me, this was not the main event. So <laughs> it definitely wasn't. I can't ask before we speak about this match. Wasn't Bron Breaker drafted? into the main no, roster no he wasn't. Mm, nope. why do i get the impression that he was because you're wrong okay yeah i, I just find yeah. that interesting well the longer he stays in nxt and losing to carmella hayes like he did here i think is worse for him in my opinion i think i think he's done with nxt i think he's i, I think but how do you it. bring him up like how, what, like they just bring him up okay where would you bring him up? Would he is he better off on Raw or SmackDown? He'd be better um, off on Raw right now, I think. I mean, I think Raw needs all the help it can get, and That's I think in the right. draft they picked like like a lot of the wrong people. They they didn't bring people with personality to sort of pep up that show. Um, yeah, I would probably put him on Raw just just to give a little bit more excitement and and have like the new guy on there. Um, you know, especially since Austin Theory is on SmackDown, which, you know, the, those two are probably linked together to a certain extent. Um, but it's not exactly like he's Mr. Dynamite either with his personality. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I put him on Raw just just, oof, to, oof. just to get something for people to tune in for, to watch Raw, to just to, just to watch a, a Steiner. Anyway, this well, match is this, this is the continuation of uh, Braun as a heel. Uh, he was a face most of the time. He, he got 
he was dull for a long time, one note, sort of like uh, Mal Bianca Belair. Uh, the fans started turning on him, so they turned him heel uh, after he lost his title. And he's had a fun little heel run. He showed he can do it. Um, and so he got a rematch with Carmelo, Trick Williams, who I thought might turn on Carmelo, but then like, nah, they're not going to do a swerve. Um, and there wasn't. This was just this was just a straight wrestling match. Uh, and, and in the end, Carmelo didn't miss. He, he retained his title. He does via pinfall with the nothing but net to retain the NXT Championship. So um, that's that. I mean, is there really much more to talk about with this main event? No. I mean, I actually think this match was better than their title match, but I didn't think that one was very good. I mean, this was okay. It just, it just, it was, I don't know. I just never felt that Carmelo was losing a title. I think, I mean, what would be the purpose of making Braun a three-time NXT champion with a, with a crowd that's already tired of him and with, you know, people he's already wrestled. So just bring him up already. God damn it. Before they fuck him up. There was no tension. Like he might be a surprise entrant in the money in the bank. I mean, that might be how they, they bring him up. Wouldn't that upset certain wrestlers? Uh, and I'm not saying literally in real life. I'm saying even in storyline. Like, why does he get an opportunity? Right. Good. Well, let let that that let, assuming he doesn't succeed, let that be his his insta feud with yeah, the, the okay, with the, the people who are upset with him. Then he's you know he's got two people. He has to find a partner. Nobody likes him there. Someone steps up. Someone doesn't. You know, whatever. He is a triple threat. He'll he'll take them both on at once. He's so tough. Uh, well, what am know, I talking him. about? They will have qualifying matches, and I think on Roy began, didn't it? Yeah, but well, there you go. I mean, you know, they don't hold to their own rules. That's or true. they could do an injury <laughs> angle, and they can say, "Well, I made a couple calls, and uh, and where someone's short, uh, can't possibly use the other forty people on the roster." Uh, so uh, you know, here, I, you know, there's always ways. Is there a PLE in June? There isn't, is there? With WWE for once. I don't, I don't think there I, is. I don't think that there is. I think the next one's in July. Right, which is Money in the Bank in London. And then apparently the next one after that is supposed to be in my neck of the woods somewhere. So we'll see. They're still negotiating as far as I know. Well, I they'll, they'll, but SummerSlam is, is between. Oh, yes. It, it, Sorry, it, I forgot. You're yeah. right. It's August, then September, right? Yeah. For some reason, because of all these international PLEs right now, it's it's kind of bizarre because... Not having one in the U.S. for the last three months is kind of weird. Yeah, no. But, Except well, for this, obviously. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Well, Puerto Rico is part of the U.S. for the I know, but time. but but I know that I've always known that it was Chris that didn't know that. Just just for well, the record, from Canada, I should. <laughs> but anyway, I mean, <laughs> what does that mean? Jeez. Well, he's not from this country. I mean, half the people in in, well, in the United States don't know Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico is America. I mean, well, yeah, that's the true. United States. That's I mean, what, why, why should someone from another country know that? Why, what, you are unique for an American. I'll give you that, Jeff. Like, when I say unique, you don't live just in your bubble. Like, when I say your bubble, I'm talking about the U.S. bubble. I'm extremely well-read. <laughs> you are. Well, you are a lawyer, so fuck. And you know your shit in terms of outside of the States, which is always refreshing because there's some Americans that have no fucking idea What's going on outside yeah, of America? They're, they're called Trump voters. <laughs> hey, hey, careful. <laughs> Not that I'm a Trump voter, but, you know. I shouldn't have said that, man. Now I feel fucking weird. But anyway, doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm from Australia. That's what matters. Um, anyway, Jeff, I think that's about it, dude. I mean, this is a good one hour, ten minutes of talking NXT Battleground. 
Is there anything else we need to touch on? No, it's it's. It, I mean, I'm sorry to say it's more than enough for NXT. I mean, you want to give it a grade, uh, you know? Oh yeah, I forgot. We didn't even give double or nothing a grade. Uh, F. I did. We gave it a grade. <laughs> I, gave, I gave it a D. I remember distinctly giving it a D, and you thought I was generous. Did I say that? Oh wow. Yeah. Okay, I don't remember. I have to listen back to that. But um, well, yeah, D. I would have given it a D too. I think. You yeah, did. I think you're right. I remember now because I said if it wasn't for the main event, it would have been an F easily. Yeah. I mean, I always grade NXT on a developmental curve. Uh, usually it's on the afternoon, which makes it even more pleasant. This was at night. Um, so I'm still going to grade it on a curve, but not the same generous curve I usually do. This was this show was a C. I was going to say the same thing. It's definitely a C. It just didn't feel that peer-leash, if you know what I mean. It just I don't know. After coming off Night of Champions and then Double or Nothing and then this, it was I'm interested to see, though. Like I said, right, it, no, was, it, sure. was, it was lightly buttered, lightly salted popcorn. Not enough to make you sick, but but you know, tasted fine. But you know, it, it's you're not rushing to get it a refill. I agree. And this song sucks. Just quietly, whoever oh, chose the song, song was a Prius or Prism or something terrible. Uh, I have no idea. It doesn't it's, matter. It's not the Violent Idols or whoever the fuck they were, but the, the, that was bad. No one yeah. even brought that up in the friggin' um, in the the media scrum at the end. Uh, well, they're cowards. I mean, I think they're told not. They're, I think they're given a list of things they're allowed to talk about, and and there were only like six people talking. It was like the, the same people over and over again. Meltzer, Amy Nemedy, they always have like two children, and, and like yeah, some what's guy up from that? Like, from like the Joe Schmo show. I I don't. I don't know. Who do these kids work for? That's what I want to know. That they didn't even name anybody. I have no idea. And Brandon Thurston always asks us one question, and you know. I like Thurston though, man. At least he tries. You know what I mean? At least he tries to ask about the money. I know he doesn't know nearly as much as he thinks he does, but he, he does he does ask the questions he needs to be asked. I'll say that. No, that's true. I agree one hundred percent. It's a shame that Hausman wasn't there though. I wonder if he is bad. But whatever. That it was his choice, but you know, you, you you can't trust the wrestling wrestling media any more than you can trust the wrestlers or the wrestling promoters. That's true. I do find it funny though. I remember when after that CM Punk debacle, right? before we go he appeared on the WWE one like not even a month later right oh, and as soon as yeah paul do you remember what triple h said or oh, paul Heyman, yeah, yeah I think paul it was Heyman said, he goes i know you you like to cause trouble at, at yeah, yeah. <laughs> i popped to that that was he funny said, said, be careful my tribal chief this one likes to cause problems <laughs> yeah <laughs> that was funny that was I, cool I, I remember the good line somewhere no that's a good one absolutely well jeff tell them where they can find you man if you still want to after this, you can find me on Twitter at IcarusFellMD. I'm often here on the PWC and where we cross-pollinate proudly with the Hami Media Group and Channel Attitude. Uh, my other wrestling show without these guys is also on the PWC. It's Hamalark Hangover with Big Daddy Cool Steven Pena. And my non-wrestling shows, Garden of Doom and Garden Muse, are on the PWC and the Hami Media Group, as well as other places, including the Wrestling Suit Network. So shout out to those guys. Uh, Garden of Doom is esoteric, occult, uh, arcane, uh, mythology, history, cryptids, UFOs, things that go bump in the night, philosophy, theosophy. Garden Views tends to be uh, a little bit more topical, legal, techno, uh, a little geopolitical, cultural. To the I interviewed a returning guest, Professor Patricia De Janeiro, uh, only from Harvard and from NATO and you know and, and U.S. CENTCOM and little places like that. 
and uh, she we have a new a new repeating thing where she's going to come on and tell us things that we need to know about. So she did three international and three domestic. Um, and uh, so if you want to know six things you need to know about and, and someone from Harvard calling me smart, um, look for that show to drop in a week from tomorrow because tomorrow I already have a show that's coming out about a guy who basically married into a cult and didn't even realize it until he was out. Oh, wow. That's interesting. I'm looking forward to that episode. Really? Yeah. How'd you find this guy? <laughs> Jeez. He found me. Wow, really? Well, that should tell you something about Garden of Doom because Jeff Lippman, man, I'm telling you, that show is growing by the day. I mean, I mean, even your surprise. We went from fuck all to like suddenly hundreds of downloads. So I'm proud of you, Jeff. That is great. And, and, and a lot of people are listening to it i don't even see this they're on how many media group but I, I i once got the reports and it was like three times what i was expecting and wow. i assume it's growing since then so thank you to the folks on how many media group and just because i don't know your your i don't know the numbers i know you're listening and keep listening well if it was sucking i'm sure it wouldn't be on there so there you go absolutely plus but we're on there so. <laughs> well, well, you're no, 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 really, man. I'm being serious, man. I'm trying to put you over over here, Jeff. Come on now. Oh, you know I'm so humble. <laughs> Don't make me laugh, please. Anyway, if you want to follow me, you can at DJ Mass Effects and also at the PWC Network, and that's on Twitter, by the way. Please like and subscribe right here at the PWCNetwork.Pubbing.com, where you can find all our shows. ChannelAttitude.com, with for five bucks. You get the best talk in all of wrestling and also hamimediagroup.podbean.com where like Jeff said, you can find his show and all our affiliate shows at hamimediagroup.podbean.com. In saying that, I am Jimmy T, that is Evil Dose, Dr. Jeff Lippman, and you've been listening and watching the PWC NXT Battleground post-game show right here on the PWC Network. And we're out. I thank you. Stay evil, my friends.
The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to. Son labios compartidos, lo dijo Maná 
Yo soy un diablo, yo soy un diablo.